you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. Blade Runner 2049 has been seen and will be reviewed by these two handsome dudes right here, right here on Back Row Movie News. Welcome to the best scene in the house, everybody. I'm Casey Sampson. And I'm Chase Cooper. And this is a movie that we've been talking about quite a bit lately, and we finally get to go in depth and review it for you all. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Blade there Runner it is, 2049. man. <laughs> so, here's what's going to happen. We're going to give you our overall review right now. Then we have a little pieces of news uh, to go in between uh, the overall review and our spoiler review, which will be at the very end. So, if you just want to... Skip right to the end, or, you know, if you want to hear about the news in between, go for it. Do what you do. So, Chase, (laughs) how did you like the film overall? Uh, I liked it a lot. Unfortunately, it almost, I had, my expectations were a bit too high, but Mm. it wasn't, like, the most amazing thing I've ever seen, unfortunately, but still, enjoyable film, even though it's long. Yeah. I mean, how did you like it? Just um, on a scale of good to bad. Good to bad? Or bad to good. Uh, I hang a little bit in between. It's definitely, it's not a bad movie. It's definitely the kind of movie that you need to be really yeah. involved and pay attention to. You need um, to decide yeah. to like sit there and enjoy it. You know? I will say this. Uh, people who haven't seen the first Blade Runner, they're right. You don't really need to see the first one in order to like understand this one. Because you get a... Uh, little backstory in the very beginning of the film and everything like that. Um, yeah, it, it feels like not a like. It feels like the same time. Like you, you know, they how do how would Here. I word this? They I'll, fucking moved it along very well. In that I don't know. Go ahead. Here. I'll try. And, I'll try and work here. The one thing is, is they did my thoughts. an amazing job of going back to what Blade Runner, like the aesthetic, yes. the feel, yes. the design. Because, exactly. for example, in another Ridley Scott product he just produced on this one, like with the Prometheus and Alien Covenant stuff, those are people are clamoring for like the return to like the alien vibe. He won't do that. But here, Den- uh, Den- Dennis Villanueva and Roger Deakins and whatnot, everyone work on it. Working on it, they were like dedicated to getting doing Blade Runner again, basically. Yeah. I mean, not exactly copying, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it definitely felt like the same universe is basically what yeah. I was trying to say. Like, it was it, perfect, really. Yeah, they somehow made it like all this the stuff that was like it came out in the eighties. Yeah, yeah so, so all this stuff from the eighties, and it it felt like it would, things had evolved like within the universe. Like still, the ads kind of like looked the same, but uh-huh. they were like brought to a modern connotation, yeah. which yeah. I loved. I loved that. And I recently saw Blade Runner, uh, the first one, just yesterday. So that's really fresh in my mind. The cinematography was excellent. The way that, and also going back to how it felt like the same kind of like feel of the of the '80s movie, is that the shots that uh, panned over the city and everything like mm-hmm. that felt exactly yeah. how the first one yeah. did. So it felt just like you know, like no time had, uh, you know, yeah. it was seamless. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's about all for an overall review, yeah? Uh, yeah, let me just think real quick. I mean, I'll say overall I liked 
most I'll say Gosling was good. Gosling was good. Ryan Gosling. He performed well. I'll say I can go a little in depth there. Uh, I'd say there was some. It's due to the writing and the performances. Maybe the rest of everyone was meh. Yeah, I felt uh, Jared Leto's character could have been a, a yeah. more. He was yeah. It just I don't know because he's technically sort of the an- yeah he is the antagonist. So you kind of yeah. want so it's unfortunate for him like he kind of got fucked in the same way if Suicide Squad just put him yeah. in more because his performance is very well done and he delivered it and made his character like you know menacing yeah. or like however you want to interpret it but uh yeah he should have been in it more I think I'll wait till the spoiler section to fully go into that but I I think I kind of know part of the reason why he it didn't really work out for him there, I feel right. but yeah no I don't this movie it doesn't really break the mold of great but it has like a lot of peaks and valleys so I don't know I think it's not as much of a hit as I thought yeah but why don't we move on to a little bit of movie news now okay and then we can go, go a little it. more hardcore yeah alright <laughs> so we're gonna <laughs> hardcore speaking of Ridley hardcore Scott, <laughs> speaking of Ridley Scott and Alien Covenant and whatnot. Uh, recently, in an interview, Ridley Scott, back at it again with those interviews, he said that the follow-up to Covenant will focus on the David character. Uh, it's as much to the dismay of a lot of fans. He said that the alien, it's it's pretty much gone through its evolution, and it, the story is all David's now, which I'd like to say something here. <laughs> it's interesting. I am one, I am a supporter of this. the prequels to Alien, the Prometheus and Alien Covenant. I love them both, uh, their flaws and all. It's interesting. A lot of pe- so Prometheus came out. A lot of people were like, "Ah, oh, this doesn't really feel like Alien," even though it ended up getting you know like a cult following and it made enough money. And with Covenant, they took, they tried to mash Alien and the best part of Prometheus, which was David, but it didn't work. They like hid a Promethean type story with David under the Alien, and it didn't work out. So now everyone hates the fact that an AI is like the main focus of that. They're like, where's my alien killing people in horror, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, sometimes I'm a dick. I get mad at these people. <laughs> I get mad, but it's, it's just interesting. He took it, and it's with Blade Runner coming out recently. You know, by this weekend, 2049, it's it's just people don't like that Covenant's on the same E, a same-ish sort of track with, like, the AI uh, taking over the series. I don't know, man. It's I'm very conflicted about this. Gotcha. There will be minisodes of me just talking about this. I, I can't give any yeah. sort of opinion, but if it's you want to know anything about Alien, yeah. talk to this guy right here. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, Fast and Furious. A little update from uh, our previous episode. Here's so my update. <laughs> Go ahead. Wretches. So it's been a whirlwind <laughs> of news this week. So sh- now Shane Black is re- uh, director of Iron Man 3. He's currently re- wrote and directed The Predator, which is you know coming out next year. Yeah. He's reportedly being considered to direct the Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham spinoff. Oh, so, that's what it's going to be? It's a spinoff? Yeah, that's what I said. Two. Yeah, those two are going to have their own movie. And now, like I said, uh, remember Fast and Furious 9 was delayed to 2020? Right, So right, now right. July 26, 2019, that Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham-led film, that's supposed to come out July 26th uh, in 2019. Gotcha. And then... Um, Oh, yeah, and also uh, with the Shane Black thing, it's grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt because there's no real confirmation that the talks have actually taken place, but still, hey, I could change a picture. Uh, So now it's yet to be written. Oh, no, fuck, I already did that. Oh, 
uh, stars. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson, he's in the Fast and Furious movies. He went on like an Instagram rant about Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham being like, I don't know, I guess terrible for taking the spinoff movie and the money. Oh. I guess, yeah, he said him and Ludacris got like the same offer to do a spinoff of their own, so... I don't know, drama and So they're Fast going and with different characters and doing spinoffs. Yeah. But they're not going to do the Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson one because they okay. denied it. But yeah, I guess that's what they're trying to do. The movies will probably still make money, though. Unfortunately. Okay, so uh, Gambit update. We talked about this on the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there finally may be a director, actually. Uh, I believe it's uh, Gore Ber- Verbinski from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Cure for Wellness. He's supposedly in line for the job. Uh, Cure for Wellness. Yeah, yeah. Uh Oh, it's the, on Netflix. Oh, oh okay. I gotcha. love that movie, actually. Okay. So, hey. <laughs> I thought you were saying, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse for Wellness or something. I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, no. Okay. He, he directed a few of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and then and then A Cure okay. for Wellness. So, okay. I don't know. There's an update sense. there. Maybe get excited about that. I, I do like some of the work that I've seen from the Pirates and yeah. Cure for Wellness. Yeah. Uh, now, moving on to Death Wish. Uh, the upcoming... <laughs> I, I don't have a death wish. Uh, the upcoming <laughs> remake, I believe it was, I believe it was a '70s film. Uh, Eli Roth is directing the remake with Bruce Willis starring. It was supposed to come out. Let me check this here. It was supposed to come out around Thanksgiving, but now it's been pushed back to March second, twenty eighteen. Right. And uh, uh, Collider, they think that it may be partly a result of the packed Thanksgiving schedule for movie releases and the recent uh, tragic events here in Vegas. Because this is like a movie about a dude who someone, his daughter gets killed or something and he just becomes like a, a gun nut. He goes on killing spree. Eesh. Yeah. And okay. it's like a weird comedy vibe. So yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, two more things here for you. Bride of Frankenstein, another update. Uh, director Bill... Co- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I choked on my own spit. Director... Bill Condon, he uh, tweeted out the other day or something that they were going to start production in February 2018, but now Universal pushed it back. Like, the second he said that, basically, they were like, you know what, no. Nah, and I cool. think I think it's to uh, accommodate Angelina Jolie. Since right. we said she'll be filming, filming Maleficent 2 then, mm. I think they're going to push it back to make sure her and Javier Bardem can, can, fit can do that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, actually, because yeah, I did want to see yeah. these two... Yeah, be in this film, so that's good. It's good news. We'll yeah. see how that works out. Yeah. Oh, and also a little tidbit there. Condon stated that if Jolie ends up exiting the project, he wants uh, Gal Gadot to play the bride instead. Oh, so, I don't okay. know. I can imagine it. Yeah. And uh, our last bit of news here before we go back to Blade Runner is Dave Batista. Batista. That's a good segue there. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be developing and starring in his own action comedy franchise. There's no news on you know what this would entail or anything really, but STX is going. I'm doing it. Yeah, basically STX is going to going to be developing it, so we'll see. I mean, this is a chance for him to really break out after Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh no, he's doing Blade Runner so far, and then a few other uh, I think foreign films and one action film here in the states. So he's kind of had smaller roles and. Yeah. This will this will be good. A lot of WWE stars want to become actors. The Rock did it. It's working so far. The he, Rock, John Cena, David Batista. Yeah, eh, John Cena. He's a, getting he's getting there. That's is he really? Yeah, he's building. Yep, he's yeah. building up. I mean, if you ever saw the Marine or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Jeez. But he's doing. Uh, I, I'm liking the stuff I'm seeing him in. So yeah. such as Guardians of the Galaxy, he was great in that, and also in Blade Runner 2049, which. Uh, I think is now a good time to we'll right, move, move into here. the spoiler review, guys. So. Saying it again, spoilers, spoilers. So if you're going to click off from here because you haven't seen it yet, 
See ya. Thanks for stopping uh, by. Yeah, drop a comment below and, uh, or, you know, tweet us and ask us a question or anything because we love to hear from you guys. But those of you who are staying. Okay, Hello, Chase. So, uh, tell us. how. how I mean, we already got your overall review here, but oh, uh, for you to go in I'm, depth, I'm gonna, let's hear. I'm going to hop in immediately. So, we were talking about how I loved Gosling's, but we loved Ryan Gosling in it. Yes. He performed real well. It seemed like almost everybody else to me, except for maybe his AI quote-unquote girlfriend, almost everybody else, it didn't seem like they were given any time to shine or develop. And okay. namely, uh, uh, Jared Leto's Neander Wallace, uh, head of the Wallace Corporation. Yeah. He's basically the big bad, basically. Yeah. And Okay, so... He delivered came, it well, but he could have had more I, time. Yeah, I thought the acting was pretty good. Yeah. But what I think the real problem is he didn't have enough time... And then the way they wrote him as, like, a guy, like, trying to be a god. Really, once again, I got to draw the parallel to uh, Prometheus with uh, Peter Whalen and whatnot. A guy, like, trying to be godly and, like, the way he, he was really theatrical. Right. You didn't give him enough time to shine. It just came across as, like, weird. Like, yeah. what what's this guy talking about? Like, yeah, I didn't like okay, the, god. Yeah, I like, didn't like the endings very much because we don't find out, like, what happened to him or yeah, anything. Yeah, he like just kind of... There needed to be something where he was either lost, put to yeah. death or... Fine, because then that's kind of, I don't want to say I'm, it's setting up a sequel, but it's sort of the kind of the well, movie did. It did. It's sort of set up as a, I was just watching some reviews on YouTube, like several people said it's sort of set up like a, yeah. another, a third movie, like The Replicant Uprising, like an actual But war. I can't see Harrison Ford wanting to. Oh, no. Her, I don't know if Harrison Ford, he wouldn't be back. I don't know if that'd be possible. Yeah. I, but something's got to be done with a daughter or whatever. His, I mean, I don't know, man. I can't tell. And also, it's also because I'm not good at breaking down film or whatnot. Yeah. I'll say that so many times. But <laughs> I'm not really sure on how well a lot of the arcs were satisfied. Like, for example, Neander Wallace, like, I don't know what his arc was. And, like, was it resolved? Like you said, he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. But we, we didn't find out the ending of that. And then with Harrison Ford, like, if they did a third I feel like he wouldn't continue in it, but then again, is his arc it really felt resolved? Incomplete is what I guess I've been trying and to it's, say. It's it was. Would weird. you agree with that? I agree. It's just I feel like the writing in the it feels like they didn't really know how to end it or the way they ended it. They wanted to be super ambiguous and whatnot. No, it would have helped because they had a great good. ending with the daughter thing. But if they that, if well, they didn't, if we yeah. found out what happened to Leto afterwards, then it been, would have been more complete. With, Maybe, out, yeah. le- with leaving that thing out of there, how could you not think it would go into a sequel, yeah. is what I'm saying. But then again, the way I'm thinking it of incomplete, I might backpedal on that a little bit, because I'm thinking of it as incomplete, like, because I'm expecting a, you know, a third one, possibly. Yeah. But if they just stop here, which they probably should, they could have stopped after the first one, then, I mean, it works. on yeah. it, Leaving it kind of open-ended and let us... Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that I'll have to thing. see it again. I, I love the cinematography. Same. That one shot it where Gosling, good. he was like going and basically there was nothing around him, but there was the, just the warm colors of just yeah. the, oh, the sunset. Yeah. That shot was so amazing. And the just, complete yellow. Oh, yeah. my God. The, the color palette, everything, the city... Uh, the ads and everything like that, like how I said that it seemed like technology from the 80s and they brought it to like a modern Absolutely, connotation. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a I perfect that. update of Blade Runner. Definitely. Because like, I was, I kept trying to say like it felt seamless. It felt like there was time that of like evolution mm-hmm. with the technology mm-hmm. and everything like that. It was, I, I love that aspect of it, but there was parts where it just felt incomplete. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, like I said, I feel... I don't know exactly what the problem would be. Maybe it was pacing or something. But 
It's such yeah. a long it's such a long movie. I think they had time to be a little better in a couple of the areas we're talking about. Well, here, they so. could have left it at that length as long as it, Well, yeah, exactly. The problem the problem was is that better. they had the opportunity not to make it super slow pace as opposed to like the first one mm-hmm. they could have put more action into it or whatever I love the fact that when they're going against replicants it's not the kind of thing where it's just like no if you're gonna go against something that's like 10 times stronger then you're gonna get your ass kicked yeah, there's yeah. not gonna be like oh I'm just gonna slowly get away or, mm-hmm. or you know like make my yeah, way yeah. through and kick this thing's ass no you just get a lucky shot in there yeah. and that's how it would go in real life so yeah. I like that um where was I going with this <laughs> yeah I'm not sure <laughs> um yeah, I mean, did you like the fact that of that the action sequence? Well, okay, no, I know where I was going with this, but uh, what I'm saying was is that they they could have uh, sped up some sort of scenes or and even taken some stuff out. Like they could have taken out some scenes of just panning over the city or whatever the case may be. They they had the opportunity to make it more fast paced and more intense and everything like that. Speaking of intense scenes, the beginning scene, I love it when a movie starts off like in a sort of like not an interrogation but a very kind of tense yeah. scene like you know you know the scene from Inglorious Bastards in the very yep. beginning how yep. tense that is that's not as much for sure but I like how it just slowly like builds up to mm-hmm. something into like a little action sequence which Dave yeah. Batista delivered very well yeah no, he had a it was a real small role but he was he was good yep um oh no okay, go, okay, go ahead okay, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something uh, anything else I want to say? I will say... It's just hard to digest it all right now. It is. Either. It's one of those things. I'll definitely have to see it again, yeah. uh, hear what a lot of other people like think, you know, whether online or just talking to people and, you know, go over this. Yeah. But I will say it's interesting that the themes, I feel like it, I feel like this movie, obviously, it echoed the first one completely, but I feel, I don't know if it, how much it like, it felt... Like I said earlier, like a modern update of Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and it's honestly good for me because I'm not the biggest fan of the original. It's just I, you know, just don't really want to sit down and watch it all the time. Yeah. So it just, I I don't know. Well, like no, I with said, this film, this movie, it feels like it was great to see, but it feels would I, a like, little go, Would I go buy it? No, because I, I wouldn't watch it. You know, maybe or maybe I'd just like rent it once or something. I don't know. Something like that. If it's on TV, like oh yeah, just finish it. Like it's whatever. Just, I was I was. Ex- I got caught up in the hype by my from myself and from everyone you know like around the globe seemingly. That's true. So yeah. for me, it just it was a bit of a it was the kind of thing where fact. you wanted to love it, but you just it can't love it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I liked it. I love the main thing that stood out to me was the cinematography for yeah. sure. It looked like good. It and like the visual, like storytelling and and was journey real- was awesome. Yeah, it was realistic enough to think that the world could evolve into this at some point in time. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Maybe not like with the whole like replicants like idea or like whatever, but the because look at how things are going now like with virtual reality, just like how Ryan Gosling's like significant other sort of yeah. person who wasn't really there physically or whatever. Um, I thought she did a great job, by the way. Yeah, I can't remember good. the actress's she was a, name. She was a good actor. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember her name, but she she delivered a great performance. Uh, you know, I I can't really say like anyone gave a bad performance. Harrison Ford, though, I will say this. It felt weird. Not, they not could bad. have brought him in way sooner. This is what I'm saying. It's like with the pacing and everything like that. There's so many things that could have just like if you brought it in more towards not the middle, but maybe a bit before the middle of the film. Yeah. Maybe, that there yeah. could have been more conclusion in the end with everything mm-hmm. and were just wrapped up. Like I said, yeah. there was enough time to do everything they were kind of setting out to do and yeah. starting, but it just it, it'd be better if we heard from like uh, 
that yes, it's going to be turned into a sequel or whatever. Because then you'd feel satisfied, like okay, no, I know why this mm-hmm. wasn't like you know concluded or like whatever else. But the fact that it wasn't, it's just that's why it feels like incomplete or whatever. So yeah, um, I was going to say something, but the dog's There's barking, dog barking it, right now. What was I going to say? Oh no! Uh, Shut up! There we go. No. Oh. Okay. Anyways, whatever. You have to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> we have to. Yeesh. <laughs> now, um, uh, with Harrison Ford coming in, it was funny. Uh, even though I knew we still had quite a, you know a little while to go because I knew how long the movie was, but by the time Ryan Gosling like finally got to like that yellow landscape and was going, I was like, okay, so here comes Harrison Ford. But for a long time throughout the film, I was like, are they gonna pull a? Shut up! Shut up! I was worried. Yeah, I was worried. I was like, "Are they going to pull like a Force Awakens like Luke on us? Like, is he going to oh be my here God, for like yeah. ten minutes or yeah. something?" But I don't know. It worked out. I do agree. Harrison Ford. I don't think it was bad per se. It probably a little rushed in the writing, which is why. But it didn't. It felt weird. I don't yeah. know. It maybe something about the the way he just they chose to pick up with the character. I don't know. Yeah, I'll it's, agree with that. But, but yeah. um. Also, I will say, I'll sorry, s- performance. Fuck you. <laughs> um, the uh, the woman, we, I don't remember her character or actor names now, of course, but the woman who worked for uh, Neander Wallace, yeah. the replicant, I actually thought she was, they did a pretty good, good job with her. She was a yeah. bit, she was robotic. Yeah, she wasn't super, like, dimensional and, like, well, like, written, not super well written, but good enough to, like, at the end when she was, like, you know, beating up Ryan Gosling and then went to get Harrison Ford. Like, when she stabbed him with the second knife, I was, yeah. like, literally, I was, like, I hate you. Like, fuck off. Like, I, <laughs> I was mad, so I feel like they did a really good job because I just wanted him to, like, get her, you know? Yeah. And also her death scene, that was pretty violent. And it wasn't, like, classic, yeah. like, bloody thrash or, like, hidden by it. It was just, like, he, it, he it just fe- killed. It felt like was, a struggle. Yeah. Honestly, was, when she was, like, underneath the water, it kind of, like, looking at was, like, her. holding my breath and shit. I was, like, yeah. oh, f- yeah. It was it was pretty good. The, the deaths were handled well. The climax, I'll say, like, the last, literally, like, the absolute climax before, like, the final, like, resolutions, you know, that fighting and everything. That was yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah. I love the premise of uh, the memories and everything like that, how... Ryan Gosling's character, the memories were implanted to him, so if they wanted to track this, you know, birth child down, uh, that it would have yeah. led straight to him or whatever. But there was a that's something that we haven't touched on yet. A lot of twists, and I got got in a lot of times. <laughs> I literally thought that Ryan Gosling was Harrison Ford's Same. kid and everything like that, which is you know what? They wanted what us to he, think yeah, that way. It's what he thought. Even, yeah, like that's the character what us as the audience. That's what they wanted us to think more than likely. So to find out in the very end, just like plot twist after plot twist. I, but it didn't feel um, like it was too much or whatever. Agreed, I, I like the fact how I kept thinking like, oh, is it like this? Oh, no, yeah. it's not. It's like that. They planned that part of yeah. the story. The story beats. They planned that out pretty well. Yeah, they I'll say did. that worked enough. Yep. Um, overall, though, I must say that I probably need to go see this movie again and digest a lot more of what I'm not getting right now because it is a lot to take in in a like almost three hour movie or whatever. So, um, but didn't I can't say I loved it. I will say I liked it, and I love just the the story of it all, mm-hmm. just the idea of replicants and like where Ryan Gosling's character goes and how everything, just the way things are connected and what. Neander Wallace is like how he is like basically just this he 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 helps like famine and everything like that and you know so he is this like godly character and everything like that but I yeah I basically yeah I like the movie Uh, uh, to finish it off here I think I'll I'll say it's 
didn't live up to my expectations. It's a good movie. You have Ryan Gosling, Dennis Villanueva, and Roger Deakins. Or Deakin or Deakins? Either way, the cinematographer at, like, the top of their game. Like, they're all doing some really good stuff. But ultimately, the film just kind of falls short. I feel like it was too ambitious. If I could give it a, a number rating, I would go low, unfortunately. I'd give it, like, a 6.8 or something. 6.8. Yeah. Don't want to go 6. Don't want to go 7. Right. And that's just after one viewing. Yep. Still, a good experience, though. If it's got yeah. me thinking this much and whatnot, I'll give it that credit. Yep. But ultimately, guys, we would love to hear from you guys what you thought of the movie and everything. Like, drop a comment below uh, or you know, send us a tweet on Twitter. Not about even Blade, Run- Blade Runner. You can yeah. tell us about anything, anything or anything s- you want to hear. Yep. Um, yep. And be sure to hit that subscribe button uh, and that little bell in the corner to get updates uh, for future videos coming to you. And uh, have a great day, and we'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. Once again, guys, thank you for tuning into the Background Movie News Podcast, and I'm Kaysen Sampson. And I'm Chase Cupo. And just remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Backrow Official. See you next time.